ahead of me. Look at you guys. I love it. You're good. You got it. You got it. Okay. I'm not sure where it's at. I know. I know. I know that. I know that's a lie. Well, he keeps like switching it up on them. You know, sometimes they'll have like somewhat alphabet, somewhat alphabetical, and then it's by account numbers, and you know, I just like to keep them on their toes. They never. So the only thing I've, I've got to ask is, did you change any numbers since what I submitted? Um, some health insurance changed when some um, people left after you turned in. And so then when we rehired, of course, it was at a different level of health insurance, so that's what changed. But otherwise, there was no other changes to the services, supplies, leaks, any of that. That is what was either given to me from Dave over 10 or um, what you guys submitted to us. It would just be some changes in health insurance, I think. Um, your dispatch uh, supervisor, what is that one called? Communication supervisor, going from 40 hours a week to 32. That is just what Okay, yeah, and I, I, obviously I don't have those numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, the patrol is pretty easy. Yeah. We're, Above and beyond your five percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So we'll start out with the revenue side. I guess the things it's very straightforward from last year. Um. This year we are getting. Which um. Jeremy, do you have any information on the additional reimbursement for the route forest patrol? Yeah. So what we will do with that is we'll bill that out likely at the end of the year. At the end of the year, so you don't want it monthly. It's only just for this. It was only for like a couple months. like this hunting season. Okay. So I don't expect that to be maybe a couple thousand bucks. Okay. I that. will make a note of that then. We have it on our schedule to do it monthly, so I'll just change that. I feel like we should probably just do that at the end of the okay. year. That way we wrap it all up, and considering there's only two more months in that uh, cycle or in this cycle. So we'll wrap that up, and then we will do all the billing, and then CCU in it, like Perfect. we did with the Marshall inmate. Okay. So you'll know what that money is when it comes back to general. And, and we're then gonna we actually, with that money, we're going to actually get paid for use of our vehicles, where the force yep. patrol we did. Yep. Um, so that's above and beyond what we currently have about $3,900 for reimbursement for BLM Forest Service. It's at the very top of the page, the first one down. Um, they've asked Sheriff's Office for additional hours for Forest Patrol for the route, the route forest, National Forest. Um, so that will be a little change, not much, for this year, 2020. So that will increase? Is that what you're saying? That will increase 2020, yes. But it won't change anything for 2021. Um, share fees are consistent to last year. Um, bond fees are consistent to. Oh, yeah. Am I at the right one? Yeah, I am. Yep. Um, citations are down a little bit. The 
the citation charge for equipment and training that's gone down just a wee bit. Concealed weapon permits we budgeted down a little bit. Um, and then of course your stamps and fines up by state statute. So we carry ten thousand for revenue and ten thousand for expense every single year that I've never seen. When's the last time that was ever right and they changed that law to where if you, if you shot an animal that met that phantom, it was mandatory. They changed it to not mandatory. So I doubt they're gonna we're gonna see much more. That you have to not mandatory that you find them. Is that is that what you're saying? Correct. So it gives them an option. Um, the DA's office whether they want to charge it or not. Okay. And it used to be, Janae, if you killed a, a monster, yeah. there, it was a mandatory. Yep. There was no. Right. That was it. Yep. Okay, so you still feel like we probably need to leave that in there? Or do you feel like at some point. We haven't had one for, what, four years, it's five been a years? a long time. I don't remember. <coughs> okay. I mean, that's something we can always add through a supplemental, too, because it's going to be revenue mm -hmm. and expense offset. So. Mm -hmm. <coughs> we did, well. So we've never actually received any revenue from We had about four or five years ago, yeah. we had, but not recently for 18. And I, with them changing the law, it's going to be less and less of a chance for us to get it. So they have backed off that Samson law then? Mm -hmm. Good. In my opinion. Not that I'm going to go do it. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're decriminalizing everything. Well, that's the problem. And I think some old man went in the wrong unit. Thinking, oh, I got a hunting tag and he killed one. And that may have been part of it that brought it up like, hey, the guy thought he was where he should be. Yeah, the ones that I think they need to hook up is like you shoot a monster deer here in town. Yeah. <laughs> You're okay with that? <laughs> There's more hunters at the golf course in the cemetery and ranger than there is anywhere. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> um, So I guess discussion of do you want to go ahead and just leave that in for this year and then I can make a note to see if we need to take it out for next year? Yeah. Or are you good with taking Probably it out? Another year, we'll to see where we're at with that. See if anything happens and then we can. That's yeah. on the revenue side, though. It's right? on the expense, so, too. Oh, it's, it's on the top setting. Yep. Yep. yep, I see. So that's why I'm saying it's really easy to add it. Not a big deal either way. Okay. As far as um, salaries and wages for the patrol, they did decrease one patrol yeah. deputy. Um, Anthony also decreased his overtime budget by about 11, just a little over 11,000. Um, so those are your two big major changes for. Did you, did you guys say that we had an insurance bump in this too, as well? Not well. Not in. What about that open position? What was we that at? Um, right, but who was it before? Was it was Devin, and he was married. Yeah. Was it three? So yeah, he had so, um we're probably pretty consistent okay. with where we are. All right. The benefits are 
creeping up a little bit now, even though we've got less patrol deputies. Um, so you may have had, well, we but we budgeted 420 for 2020 and 388 for 2021. Mm -hmm. The majority of that is that that one position going away. But our, our actual for 2020 was less than what we're right because we've yeah. always had somewhere we may not have filled for four months. So you're not going to have that cost for four months. Actual for 19. I'm just surprised that didn't drop if we're dropping a deputy. So I don't think, no. Anthony, when's the last time you've been fully staffed for an entire year in the patrol? An entire year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Has it ever happened? Yeah, maybe my first and second year. So that would be wise because we're never fully staffed. So what we budget for is a fully staffed for okay. January through December. Okay. And so if there's even two or three months to where you're not fully staffed, you're going to have that cost savings right. of those three months of health insurance. So that's why you're, you know, that's why it doesn't really correlate. Anthony, you cut the overtime, but you feel comfortable with that number? With well, with one less FTE, that's going to should lower that some. Um, we've 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 never used all of our overtime up. And and what I'm getting ready to ask is, with all the forest fires, I could see your department going nuts if we face what the others, but we have contingency. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just like these fires never go out. Yeah. No, I feel comfortable with what we got. Okay. I've always tried to budget what I need, not what I want. So I do have a, which I need to look at that, but projected year in for 2020, which might be revised, but it's about 43,000 is what I'm projecting that they're going to spend in overtime. And he's got 55. Mm -hmm. So well, and I was looking back right. at 18 when we had all those wildfires, guys, and it's we're pretty much in correlation in our budget for 2021. So, if Mr. Saini hadn't used that up, I yeah, um, it, 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 it's a swag. Busier we get, the more we use. Yeah, I mean, with one less person, I mean, we, I, we're about right. I think so, especially if you know we're not. Once again, if you're not fully staffed January through December, you're going to be able to, if you do go over that overtime, you are going to be able to handle some of that within the current budget that you have. So we should be okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Any questions over personnel? Um, supplies, he is uh, decreased that to 25000 a year. <coughs> Uniform clothing is the same as 2020 budget. Um, supplies is the same as 2020 budget. Um, the other changes are going to be in purchase services, that has decreased. Um, data support, 
that has decreased from the 2021 budget just because 2020 came in less, therefore the 5% increase is going to be less than what we budgeted in 2020. Um, CSOC dues, uh, 32 is what we're budgeting, which that's... Um, that's consistent. Yep, mm -hmm. and that's for County Sheriffs of Colorado, right? That's mm -hmm. what CSOC means. And then um, fleet management charges have decreased from 300000 to 221 and I'm guessing a good portion of that is your one less deputy, correct? And we reuse a lot of equipment. want to go over what your main charges are for purchase services and supplies? Like what do we use them for? Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't bring all that print out. Just stuff that we need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean obviously supplies is, is you know papers, pens, pencils, stuff. Purchase services can be anything from a, a psyche valve to um, polygraphs. doing the um, flexible and getting some of that being reimbursed, correct? So we have okay. patrol. Yeah. There's some for detentions, but you have to complete. Um, I don't think we've gotten any for detention at any time in the past. Okay. And we did submit all that again on uh, for 2020 for the flexible. Okay. And that gets weird because of the state budget is yeah. You know, their fiscal year yep. is different than ours. Yep. So it usually comes in in March, I want to say. That's when we got last year, at least. Um, Excuse me. Don't move your foot too quick because your cable's wrapped around your foot, Anthony. Hold <laughs> <laughs> this not around my neck, I'm all right. You're trying to hold it on you much? And if something loses power, something's unplugged. Too. We can't afford the purchase service to have you taken out of here and cared for. Right. <laughs> so I see that we have GPS tracking services that we um, put into your patrol site. Um, and I think we also have it in the dispatch budget. So are those different? Are those two different There's GPS tracking item? services? Uh huh. I don't see GPS tracking. No, 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 it's, it's, it's under purchase line. services. It's included in your purchase services. I thought dispatch paid for all that. That's what I thought. But I see it under patrol. I think the initial install is on per patrol vehicle and then dispatch picks up the one way at thirty-some dollars a week. This looks like four forty-nine twenty-five per month. Per but month. I think that breaks down to $30. Per vehicle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that is going to the sheriff's patrol budget. Do we need to revise that? That makes sense. Are we good with that? You're good with that? Okay. I want to make sure. 
Does it have to do with dispatch or does it have to do with? I think it's a tracking for the patrol vehicles, so it's, but it uh, runs through dispatch. Right. Right. That's why it's under sure patrol. Do we have a better system than what we used to have? Is it truly GPS and not the cell tower stuff? It, it uses both. Oh, both? Yeah. It gets the GPS and it will transmit via cell. And oh. there's sometimes you have cell service and sometimes you don't. It's about a five second delay from what the actual coordinates are to what hits dispatch. Oh, but at least if something happened, you. You know where to go looking for them. Yep. It's funny, when I first put those in, everybody was against them. They were like big brothers watching. And now they're like, can you can you pull up my tractor and tell me when to turn left? <laughs> they're, they're pretty handy. Yeah. We have them all over. And I have them in my vehicle, too, so everybody has them. Pretty handy. Um, there's a charge in here. I just want to make sure we're getting this to the right budget because then we're going to be off on comparison. There's a $3,062.95 charge for PMC for a medical claim. Shouldn't all of those go to the jail? Or is there any reasons why it would be in the patrol side? Can you give me that dollar amount again, Janine? $3,062.95. It was paid in June. That could be. Taking somebody up to get them cleared before they come into the jail. Yeah. That would come out of the patrol. It's like if, if okay. the PD pulls up and we refuse him because he needs to be looked at, that's on them. They have to go pay for it. Okay. Same with the patrol guys. If okay. they pull in and we say go clear him, that's on the patrol, not the jail. Okay. Once they're admitted into the jail, then it becomes the jail. Perfect. Okay. I just want to make sure we weren't. I recall something now that you, I'm an officer, um, known inmate, or an arrestee. I recall Yeah, but back to your tracking stuff, you hear the deputies all the time now, do you, do you have me? Now where? You know, it's like you hear them use it all the time. I wish the fire would go to them. That'd be nice. Can I Tracking system. Sometimes it, it seems a little off, but we use it for search and rescue. It really helps these guys. You know, you can give them coordinates and make a head for that point, but then you know you throw in nighttime and snow and all this. Yeah. You get confused. You throw them around. It's, it's really handy and helps shorten up our a lot of our missions. <laughs> Anything else over the patrol side budget? There are a few. Um, it's on your purchase services budget. You know, your estimate is about 52, 140 for 2020. Or you're going to cut that by 6,800 bucks. Is that going to get you where you need to be? Now, look, you, you kind of thought, you know, back in 19, you were similar in your purchase services, but. Um, 
As of September, I have that they've spent 25 <coughs> so, so I would say you're pretty, yeah. yeah. Probably okay. I don't think that there were any additional. I think we put some supplies in there last year as a increase for some targets, right, Anthony? Mm -hmm. um, but I think that backs down. But that would be in supplies. But in purchase services, they. We're okay, because he's got 30 for just regular purchase services, and then he's got 10 for travel, five for training and development, and three for um, subscripts and literature. So that all gets rolled into that amount. Okay. Um, the only thing I can think that could change in this budget is if we. Uh, we might be putting in for a grant. I don't know yet for sure, but for bulletproof vests, because those are starting to expire. For the patrol side? Because yeah. we just did that for the detentions, right? Mm -hmm. Like a year ago? Yeah. I think it was two yeah. years ago? Okay. And that would just be through the same granting agency as before, correct? The DOJ? Yeah, so you're yeah. looking at, what, 500 bucks per, if it's 50%. Five, five, so five thousand bucks, five thousand match. That could be if we're gonna, we need to change something on patrol. That'd be the only thing I'd say to change. And would that be an increase? Would you need an increase to that budget to be able to handle that? Can, in for 2021. Well, you have to put it in. You have to put five thousand. If we give a grant, you have to have the income right. and the offset. Is right. there a match? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where you're saying you need five to be able to get ten. To get ten. We probably ought to put that in there, guys. Yeah. And that still keeps me well under five percent. Yeah. But so you guys uh, go ahead and you're good with me adding that additional five? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's kind of one of those no negotiation topics. Yeah. That's, that's why I asked that question is to make sure you, you do it. Um, the other things we probably need to talk about for the sheriff's office are um, he's got some grants in here um, for next year that potential, would you say, you're potentially looking at, or do you think we should? Um, we should go ahead and talk about for all of them in for the long term, the capital yep. stuff. Yep. Um, and that was that's what's weird. I print those out again. I had issues printing that. Try to get to that with your program. You want, you want a copy of these? Here. Yeah, we all. One have. step. You say all these are the ones that are in there. So I know that we've taken care of the patrol vehicle um, uh, laptops and hookups and all of the extra gizmos to be able to have um, patrol patrol officers have software laptops where they can do work from wherever. Yeah. Um, so that was covered in COVID funds. Right. Um, and that was ordered. We 
Two about weeks ago? Run it all in. You do? Oh, oh good. Yeah. I was going to ask. We're getting that. it in. Perfect. Okay. Um, hopefully, I'll receive, I'm sure I'll receive that invoice. I've got that contact email. So I'll reach out to them. Are we going to get any more of that CARES, CARES money? Right? CARES Act money? Mm -hmm. um, I don't believe so. Well, it's kind of what's happening with that, and it's, it's kind of going, it started the last couple of weeks. There's a lot of counties across the state that are getting fined back for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, and we all kind of wondered that. When you, you give that open checkbook out there, and then, of course, with the, the budget deficit that the state and the feds have got, somewhere they're going to really start tracking that. And so a lot of those creative ways to use that money they're probably going to say, okay, Kenny, you guys step up to the pump and pay that. Yeah. But I really think this program, we're, we're within. I, I don't yeah. see, a, I don't see an issue there. No. I, I think with the laptops we bought for the staff in the, in the county, I don't think there'll be an issue there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I know that that was part of when they submitted some of these grants when I was talking to Anthony, Mike, and Brian um, Madden. Brian Madden. Yeah. Um, we were going over. Um, some of these grant discussions to figure out maybe what we needed to do and that's where the topic came up of let's get those laptops ordered mm -hmm. this yeah. year with the money that we currently have. So I know in some of what was submitted are those laptop costs is included in that so you would have to take that out because it's already being handled and dealt with. Um, but the other items are, are they strictly for Senate Bill 217? Not all of no. This, this the one that we're going to have to think about is these, for sure. That's coming down the pipe. But there should be grant money available to help us with that. Right. But that's not going to be mandatory until 2023. So are you thinking that 2022 we look at this, or are you thinking for sure, for 2021 we need to do something? No, we don't. Okay. Because that legislation is subject to change, too. Correct. So, yeah, so they're already talking. Yeah, change that or 270. I don't know if it's a good way. Or we start applying for those grants in this next cycle. Well, they haven't even made the money available. But I mean, that's if it's coming this next year in 2021 for to get ahead of the game or in 2022 to, because I think once they get that thing nailed down, lots they finally figure what should they may never get that. Yeah. Um, so the the body the, the cameras what we've got right here is just basically a camera and downloads a file and we um, put it in storage and use it. But with 217 coming and the mandatory release requirements, we're going to have to edit the video. So like you can't have juveniles, you have to be able to edit their face um, when the stuff goes out to the public. We have no editing software with this. For us to have this edited, we'd have to go to, after either buy a program or go to somebody to edit it for us. We don't have that capability right now. Both PDs have bought high-end systems. They're they're set up. They've already they bit the bullet and done it already. Are they both the same or different? I think they're. I think both. I think they are. Excellent. Through through where you tasers. Okay. Through all same. that company. Okay. That's like the best out there. They're like Motorola. They're also the most expensive. So my issue that, that I'm trying to get 
to find out with Axon is they charge for storage of the media. And with our account that we have here at the county, we have unlimited storage. So it's like, why do I want to pay for storage? Because that's a big part of the yearly cost in those cameras and those systems is paying for that storage. So I'm trying to get it to where they can, we get all of their, their equipment and programs, but let us store our own stuff. So, and, and uh, how much was Eddie saying? Like, I can't remember how much a year, but they, they budget a good little chunk of money a year okay. to, to make, you know, look at your purchase services data. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. yeah. you're going to see the same thing with the bottom line cameras. But if I can get that storage on our through county, that should bring it down. And is that storage, are you talking through uh, the Google mm -hmm. suites? Okay, so that may be changing, just so you know. Dylan, I had a conversation with Dylan two days ago that they were changing how they bill for things, so he's trying to lock us into a three-year contract to make sure that we still have that unlimited storage and stuff, but that could be, just so you are aware, mm. could be changing. If well, we, that could change the whole thing. Yeah, and that's just what I want to make, you know. But we've got around. a little time on those body cameras. I mean, it's, it's something we need to think about. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that we're looking, if you look at that grant stuff, we're, we're talking about the um, the uh, LPRs, license plate recognition, and um, that would camera basically mounted in your vehicle. And it'll pick up all the license plates as you drive by. and. Uh, Record them, run them, and it it helps in two things. Obviously, picking Jeff up and I are opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything stolen, plus it helps in in the uh, the drug trafficking. Because what what these people are are using, they're getting rental vehicles, and they'll make a trip, get rid of that vehicle, go get another one, rent it, make a trip. But the the surrounding counties counties on the western slope. We're working together, and we're starting to share that information. So if we can gather that data, because they come through here, I will guarantee it, because um, they don't like to travel I-70, because that's where they always get caught. Mm -hmm. So they come through here, so we can we can help with that. So that, that's what that is. And, um, and that would just be something not strictly related to 217, but something that you would want to implement at correct. some point. But we can, correct, but we can incorporate some of this stuff okay. with, um, if we go with this um, watch, watch guard body cams and the LPR, they work, they're kind of one of the same. Okay. And then it, it all integrates with your vehicle. So when the officer doesn't have to worry about turning it on, when he activates his lights or gets out of his vehicle, it comes on. Stuff like that. So it all kind of Bluetooths itself together. Yeah. So guy. And the first thing we needed in order to be able to do all of that are the laptops. That that was Correct. the first. So step. we've got the first step. Yep. Pretty much ready to go, and now we can implement. Okay, and I, I don't have that in front of me. How much is that? LPR. LPR. Well, with the with the body cams and the LPRs and the storage. Was like two hundred and seven thousand. Yeah. Um, I'm showing two ninety one. That's total grants. Uh, total grants. 
Because we already got the 83. That includes the 83. 87 is what you So this yeah. included the cost of those computers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, okay. But you're still thinking nothing for 2021. Correct. So we can revisit this in 2022. We need to look at okay. down the road. Okay. Will you please keep us posted if you hear anything at the yeah. Yeah. Um, he was <coughs> supposed to, I don't know, said that we were, he had some information and he wanted to get back with me. Um, so once I have that discussion with him, I will let you guys know. Um, so I guess the only other grant in here was the search and rescue through DOLA. Um, but I do have a question on 2020. You put just local funds of 10,000. So does that mean that you're not going to go for a grant in 2020? In 2020? I mean, that's 2020. I'm sorry. We're looking at 2021. Sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> it looks like they're a bullet grant member of the funds from the county. Yeah. Do you know what that is going to be for or what you're going for? So, so I know where to budget that is really the thing. So the 10000 that our search and rescue line item, that's what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's cost for search and rescue. Right. We used to have a whole separate account. Right. And we, we decided that was not proper for either the account county, so we just made that a line item. So that's used for, um, and we usually get reimbursed right. for most of that. So you aren't planning to purchase a new snowmobile or anything like that for 2021? Because I know we've used DOLA Correct. for that before, and if so, I would want to put that in fleet, not here. Oh, I see. You see what I'm, yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that it was, you know, tools or something specific that wasn't fleet vehicle related. He's over right. going. Don't look good. You're good. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm confused because I thought we had here 21, 13,000. Local funds of eight. Under this sheet. Well, if you go down the expense line, so that's where it's got 8000 in there. But they're, they're okay. going to put in for a $5,000 grant. Yeah. No, he's saying that's for the cost of the search and rescue. Yeah. This is where he's... I think the two are tied together. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. So um, the, the eight would be our local funds, and he would try and get reimbursed for anything yeah. above that to get money back yeah. through the bill grant process. So they've done that before with, if they've lost tools or something, right? It, it all comes from the same pot, whether it's the grant or the reimbursement, it all comes from the same DOLA pot. Okay, so so here we're so adding search and rescue equipment. I'm just not on the right page then. No, that's, it's included in the budget currently. Right. Yep. So you're saying that's the same as this? Yep. So he's just letting you know what he's going to be doing with this eight. And then there could be additional cost or additional revenue of five coming through for reimbursement from the state to offset this eight expense. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. Okay. So if, if we get reimbursement from that, of course, I'll go ahead and increase revenue and increase your expense for that offset. It's usually how we do it. So as long as it's nothing new, that isn't already included in your budget, but it is included in your budget. And, and if we go for a grant for that search and rescue equipment, that's 100%. There's no match. Okay. 
I knew that from that guy sitting behind me. <laughs> I know he's grinning a lot back there. <laughs> just enjoy <laughs> But you shouldn't be here at all of these wonderful little meetings. I get plenty of meeting time <laughs> No. Yeah. All right. Any other questions with patrol? No. No. What did you have for to my final figure, and and it, I think where we could be a little different off is the uh, the personnel. I had we were trying to get about eighty thousand dollars out of the the patrol, mm -hmm. and I ended up with like ninety four five. Is that the same figures that you're kind of coming up with? That's that one patrol deputy, basically. Well, I mean total with benefit. The five percent goal was to cut eighty eighty thousand, and I think my figures show I cut like ninety four thousand. I think that, I've got on our personnel sheet, and it's about sixty four. I mean total for the total budget on patrol or total. I think he's saying total, which ours is one point four nine four two thirty fifty seven. That includes the Samson, though. Mm -hmm. So I show that you've cut about 85 out. 85,000? 85,000 out. Okay. Yeah. We're off. On purse. Maybe on, on patrol. So maybe I, that's I showed, that 10,000 for the Samson, or what? Because um, that puts us off about right at 10. No, because your total, total expense, and it could be that the feel like is that what I feel like we had it in here as your one deputy that moved from patrol to detention and that was at a single insurance mm -hmm. and I that is now an open position and I've moved that to a family insurance so I think that's part of it as well because you've got that difference from what is it Worth ten, eleven thousand yeah. to twenty seven thousand. On your patrol sergeant? Yeah. Yeah. Just go that through that insurance thing made a difference in yeah. Yeah. I wanna say that because they're you haven't have you have you gotten anyone for that one? Yeah, it's starting I think around the seventeenth of next month. Okay. What's the status of the insurance? <coughs> I think it's just him and his wife. So, so it'd be a, back down. Yeah, back down a little bit. Oh they have to no, back down. Oh they do. Okay. <laughs> so you get the full full so you okay. budgeted yeah. Yeah. correctly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but are we counting that five thousand dollars we added into the expense side for the grant? Off the bolt through pass. That was my next yeah. question as well. Um, not yet. Okay. That, that, that will, changes this by Yeah, that, that will mm -hmm. change it. Mm -hmm. And Anthony, are you looking at budget from last year, or are you looking at actual expenditures? Because that's going to change that amount. Because I'm looking at your actual expenditures. I'm showing that you only needed to cut like seventy-eight thousand for your average between 2019 and 2020, and that's where I'm showing that you've cut 85 instead of that 78. So if you're looking at budget, that's going to be a lot. Different. It's going to be higher because, yeah, you have cut more out of your budget compared to what you've actually, you know, actually spent. Because you guys have all that carry over. Figured it's different. But we're basing it on 
And do you, do you have 221 as your line item for fleet? Is that what you told Dave? Because that's no. what I have from Dave. It's 221,000. For sure. I have 266. So I've got less than what you have. Is that that mileage charger doesn't you? What's what's your personnel total figure? Do you know? Here. I got seven oh seven for regular. Regular. Okay, well two thousand. No, and then I got fifty five. Yep. And then I got two twenty eight. Ten thousand. Yep. No, I'm good. But there's a, well, there was a fresh cup pot being brewed when I left. I know, I got part of it. I have 38. Did you read that? Yeah. So there's a that's going to change is that additional five without that grant. That's it. But still, like, with our numbers, stuff like your 700 bucks, 105 cents. Is it specific to patrol on that? Yeah. Yeah, once we add that five in. The only big change that I need to put in there that you probably don't have is our projected income. That should be about 195 instead of 140. I've got 230 for 2020. What did you come up with the extra money? Two. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Imagine I, yeah, I just give it to you. See? Okay, I'm, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> There's a state grant and a few other things that I'll bet she's got in there. I've got I've got the state grant at 70. Is that what you guys have? Uh, this so is for probably 2020. that might be where. You're talking 2020. Yeah. I'm, Are you talking I'm 2020 or 2021? 2021. Oh, sorry. No, projected, I've got 2020. I'm sorry. But you've got 80 for 2021. No, the projected year end for the first line item, prisoner board release. What do you have for projected? 145. Yeah, that should be 195. Okay. We're already at 180. 
expenditures for revenues. Well, and the history on that isn't great. That for 2020, our estimates were 40. Mm -hmm. well, I think I did the first one, maybe something. 195 is what I'm showing. And I'm pulling up what we've got today. You know, which line item are we changing here? Well, I'm just looking at this. I think, that, I think that's because. This isn't caught up with. This is when we ran. This is just till September. So I've got through September and I've got 107. And you can. So and then I figured about 11, I think we figured 11 to 12 a month, right, for Marshall? And I think that's low. Is that low? Yeah. When you say it $11,000, so what does that put your number at on average that you're housing from Marshall Service to hit that one name? Um, so the 140, that's, that's going to be right. I think, I think we're going to be close to that. Yeah. Okay. Do we have any assurances for 2021? I mean, that's the trouble with budgeting is you hate to speculate too hard. Yeah. I mean, but we just can... based on 2018 was 15, 4, and 20, where 19 actual was 66. So it changed. It does vary a lot. Well, well we started, that's really basically when we started. We started that program back There was a few months in 2019 where we didn't have anybody. Right. But I would say since probably we November. October 2019 through all of 2020, we've been very consistent with yeah. the amount I know, of wasn't it in June or something? We were talking, we weren't getting any there for a while. Yep. Where we got that had us concerned. Was we had made enough off in the first half of that year that it carried that position that we ended up getting right. Right. off of the Marshall money. Is that in 2020 um, or 19? There's a three or four month gap. Now, I do know that the Marshalls have done a 20 uh, inspection for 2021 and we again passed with flying colors. Yeah. So I don't see any issues with. So, what's the cost? What are we charging per day? 71 bucks a head. 71 per day. And to answer your question, what are we averaging per day for ADP Marshall? For Marshall, well, the anywhere, no. Well, we're about up to six now. And yeah, that's averaging 5.4 of the Marshall Service prisoners a day, 365. Mm -hmm. How confident are you in that? Well, I'm, I'm going to, for 2021, yeah. that, that's where I want to shoot that up to the 195. Because wasn't the goal there to make sure we didn't exceed Get what it was. If, if, if once I start getting above 18 inmates, yeah. that's when it starts stressing my staff. Right. So anywhere from one to 18, it requires our minimum amount that we got. You start getting above 18, we can do it for a few, like a week or two. Right. And and then it starts um, stressing because then you have to cook so much more food. It takes longer to cook the food. It just 
late to include Dallas. But. So you're one, you want to in, increase 2021 budget to 195? Yep. Is that what you're saying? Four so how days. are you getting that 195? Because I'm showing six, if you take six prisoners a day. I'm going to talk them into giving us more. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Because are, are we lower on other inmate that we can? That yep. level is yep. still... I won't go, I won't, I won't push this above that 18. About 18. I mean, today I have 11 inmates. You got how many 11? 11 today. How many of those are Marshall? Like half. That would be about seven and a half a day. The, the one thing, too, that you have to remember is that the ACLU did drop a heavy load of restrictions about what can and cannot be in the jail. Any overflow Marshall inmates is not one of them. Um, so it tamped down our numbers significantly on our or in county arrestees. PR bonds are getting handed out like crazy. Well, what are we, what's your plan, if we budgeted that high number there, what's your plan if we end up throughout the year to get that number? What are you going to do to deal with that? That's Reduction in revenue. It's a swag, just like how much inmate, you know, um, help is we oh I know I I just because we'd be talking way more than we've ever historically done before yeah but I think if you look at the numbers from when we started this in 18 19 night well it came towards the end of we showed some revenue for 18 so from 18 to 19 to projected 2020 finish if it was on a line graph it would be going up exponentially per year, I think we could easily be on pace, especially if we increase the numbers that we're holding. Each have, have we talked to so, the marshals? Would, do they have the inmates to be so able to? To reach, yeah. Um, we're stealing them from Moffitt County. <laughs> <laughs> to, to reach the 195 mark takes like uh, seven and a half yep. inmates. There's going to be two and a half more, one and a half to two and a half more from where you're at today. What I'm shooting. So that's got based on average half your inmates are marshaled throughout the year. More, more than half. Ballpark. It's really not, not historically. This year, yes. I would say that's That's what safe. you'd be projecting. Yeah. As long as the ACLU requirements keep us hamstrung. And we believe that's going to happen, correct? The, uh, I, we're already working on a bill with the ACLU getting introduced to, I think they're going to title it jail depopulation. And uh, so, like summons and release for DUIs. So you don't see the state trend or national trend, however you want to look at it, do not prosecute criminals as having a negative effect on the need for these prisoners, to house these prisoners. You know what, um, well, I don't, uh, what was your question? With the Tendency, and it was kind of driven by COVID, I guess, to not put people in jail. That would drive down the number of inmates, inmates potentially. And it, is that going? Do you see that effect? It has, that especially you take. For us, it really apparently did some, but not a whole lot. You take these jail jails that have 2,000 inmate population. It it dropped them about by a third. Yeah. Um, that I just, it concerns me to speculate 
that much on the revenue for from these prisons. Well, and we I'm don't, guessing we that's don't not going insurance. to affect your Marshall. That's what we're saying, right? Obviously, this, these new AU whatever no. aren't no, going no. to affect your Marshall no. inmates. Because the Marshall inmates, right? Yeah, or, the Marshall inmates and basically what's happened through COVID with DUIs and I'm not going. I shouldn't say minor offenses that would typically go to jail for. The Marshall is, it's kind of a two different program. Those guys are in jail for something for a long time. And that's. These guys, the ones that we're holding are not sentenced inmates. They? I won't hold sentenced yeah, inmates. Exactly. Because that brings in. For good, <coughs> for good reason. Yeah, that brings in people that we don't want in this community. The guys that we're holding right now, this, the six inmates that we have, are pre trial. They've only been charged. And either they can't. They're not allowed to bond out, or they can't bond out, and so they're they're put in Mesa County Jail. Mesa County can only hold X amount, and then they farm the rest of those out. And it's typically been Moffat County and us, and they like us better now because we're closer. And what really jumped us up with the marshals was getting that nurse program. That when we first started, they were really reluctant to use us. We didn't have a nurse program. Okay. So you're also talking basically federal prisoners. Yeah, they, they, they're totally charged federally. <clears throat> right. It's not a. It's not a state. As I agree, program. I don't think we ever want to go down that road of housing permanent prisoners. No way. Because then you're going to have families moving here for that specific yeah, reason. That was a community concern. From the day one. Um, the longest we we I don't think we've had anybody over 60 days. Right. We have a pretty rotation. And I remember it was right at about 45. That was the point I was getting to. You did a way better job explaining. <laughs> okay. So, um, what's your thought on that? Are you guys okay with that? If if those guys feel like that they've talked to the marshal and feel like that they can do that, increase that. Well, I'm, I feel I'm more conservative. I want to increase it to 300, but I mean that's my goal. But realistically, I think I think 195 is doable. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a huge jump. We can supplement our cost. To run a detention center. Yeah, what what does that do to your other costs? Because that ought to require some food costs and that to be increased as well. Well, as long as you you base your food costs off of your your max population, correct? Or your normal population, right? So as long as you're not going above that normal population, your food cost should be the same, correct? When you, when you will see a food cost absolutely skyrocket is when you hit the 20 mark. I don't know what the what the reason for that is, but 20, you see food costs go up. And we're budgeting a reduction of five grand in food costs. I'm, I'm seeing mm -hmm. that's not consistent with expecting a higher population in prison. But we're close to 2018 and 2019 numbers have been around that 20. Right, but if we're going to increase in budget for 190 thousand out of prisoners. But our but ADP, we got a budget more for our ADP isn't isn't changed that much. ADP. Average daily population. So all they're doing is saying we have less Rio Blanco County 
citizens, I guess you could say, in jail. We're going to offset that with more U.S. Marshal, and that's where your increase of cost is coming So you're from. saying you're not putting locals in prison so we can charge the Marshal Service to have <laughs> Is that kind of what I'm hearing? No, we put them in. They just don't stay very long. They get that's arrested. Because of our judicial system. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed with ACLU restrictions. Yeah. That probably kind of goes back to the conversation we had with the DA with their victim witness program decreasing yeah. because you aren't getting those costs and those were not keeping. See, the one thing we can do is we can just say, hey, we're going to budget 140 and if yeah. we get 195, it doesn't affect how much it, No. Really, the only thing it says for revenue is it will look hate to say it, but better, right? Yeah. If we budget more revenue. That's all it does. That's, that's the which, only thing it does. So. Which is risky. I mean, you can put yes. 140, but um, if we go over, great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I'd rather be conservative here, Mons, in yeah. this, than say that we're going to draw that kind of revenue and we fall short of that goal. And I'm trusting you guys that I feel like you guys have done your due diligence to make that happen, but what the craziest thing has been, who knows? Yeah. I mean, even with, with the 140, with the, uh, if you count the income offset, I still make my five. <coughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Right. We know that. Yeah. yeah. That's part yeah. of it. Okay, but he, he's already estimated he's going to generate 140. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is... For 2020. Pretty much consistent to what we have currently. So if he gets any more, any increase in Marshall inmate, that that revenue is just going to increase, and it's just going to be a better day for us. Right. We're not going to be turning them away because we didn't budget for it. Correct. Right. Um, how's your JVBS grant going? Good. Good. Um, is uh, MindSpring still? fulfilling what they need to and you guys are good with that? Yeah, I mean, that's they get a lot of money for what they do. <laughs> that, that is very true. That's a kind word. Really? So have, I know you and I have had this discussion before, Jeremy, of looking at maybe can we contract with another county who has a licensed therapist? To, have we looked at any of those other options? Not to my knowledge. Um, the last time we spoke, if I'm not mistaken, we talked about prolonging this for a little yeah. yeah. And I think our needs are being met, but the most tactful way that it can be said has already been said. They get paid a lot for what they do. Okay. Are you basing that on the amount of time? Yeah. But the, end, it, the big thing is the inmate needs are being met. It's lessening our liability. And it's keeping the population happy. It's easier to deal with. On that same note, reducing liability. So if we don't have this or we go with a dubbed-down version, I'd rather go with the JBBS grant, paying what we are paying, even if it is considered more than what is due than dealing with a multi-million dollar lawsuit again, um, or something. Yeah, no, absolutely. Are we, there other options for that same service that might spring? That might just switching providers that can do psychological counseling. They're the only people, they're really the only ones that are going to have a person that can walk into our jail. The only other option would be telemed. 
and stuff. And it, to sit down face to face is huge. So there's not, you're, you're not going to get another company to come here to, with a person. We can do it digitally. And, that, and that's the same deal with our health side of this. We can't get a company that is going to, for this small amount of inmates, to come in and provide health care. We have to do that locally. And really, the only other way is, is telemed. And we do use um, technology. If, if they can't make it down here, they're down here seeing them face to face. Staffing and everything else is running okay for that grant process, correct? You're still, so, yeah. you're still good on all of that? Okay. Um, so uh, we budgeted another 80. Remember, that is your JBBS grant and the court security grant. Of course, that court security grant really hasn't been utilized third quarter and not much because you just aren't having court, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we did get that. You guys signed off on that. $13,000 grant for another state fiscal year, yeah. um, so at least we've got it for a little bit longer. So the the trial that they just had here, we sat down with them and they did not want somebody sitting at the front door. So I'm happy. I'm so I was going to ask, do we provide that security for civil trials or strictly criminal? Um, civil is asked for. Yeah. The judge requested. And they didn't want it for this one. Judge Lynch was the judge. And she was okay. You know, my concern with that court security grant is we have the numbers to show what it's produced and what it's turned up in the checkpoint as far as contraband and all that type of information. I don't have that with me today, but my concern is that since we haven't used it because courts have been canceled, um, they may not renew that down the road. Yep, that's my that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about today because we have been asking for around 13 and we like last year it was five to seven I think that we actually spent on it and so um, I just want to make sure that what we're requesting actually adds up to what we're actually spending on that. So we have a sheriff that sits on the JBBS board and every year he comes to us saying we got money. Come ask for it. So this, not JBBS, but this would be. Or the report um, security. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, so I know you can you can also utilize that for equipment and training. I believe I I saw on that grant. Have we ever tried to utilize any of those? I, I believe that's avenues? where we got our metal detectors. Okay, and that's still so, running yeah. good. And I think we got some security cameras from mm -hmm. it, and those are still good. Yeah. Okay. So I guess just know that if there's any needs that need to be met that way, and if we, you know if they keep telling you to come and let's see if we can't be creative about. We're not the only ones not using it though. Every, right. There's right. There's that ought to be the case everywhere. Yeah, right? exactly. So I don't. They're not going to single us out. I would think. Right. Everybody's down. Uh, knives, lighters, we did recover a firearm at one point that was going to walk right into the quarter. Has anybody, this is a lot of talk, but anybody ever deliberately tried to sneak something in? Hard telling, but what I've seen a lot of having ran that is people will start heading in into good old Rubanco Court that never historically has had one in place. 
they'll see an armed deputy and a metal detector stop dead in their tracks, turn around. Yeah, that's back just me for remembering I got a parking knife in my pocket. It could, it could be, <laughs> but it's happened an awful lot. So yeah. of that, I would say there's probably been at least 10 of the hundreds that have done that exact thing mm -hmm. that might have been up to something. And the firearm wasn't from a bad guy. It was exactly somebody in the public hearing. Yeah, forgot they had it. I know I've given my pocket knife several times. Oh boy, the airport on the way back down there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a standing joke at some centers. If you'd get a metal detector and check the bushes, you could get all the knives you ever wanted. <laughs> That's right. They used to. Uh, they used to, when the Blues and Brews Festival in Tulsa started, the sheriff in Loris County up in Rico, he set up a checkpoint and he put people on a mile back. They arrested about 100 people one weekend because they'd get up, see the checkpoint, turn around, and go back because <laughs> they were coming through carrying drugs. Yeah. We ended up having a civil rights suit over that. Any question with revenue side? We'll head into the expense side. So those are the only on, ongoing grants that will probably be continuing for 2021, 2022, as long as we can feasibly get them, pretty much. Um, so as far as the jail, uh, there really has been no decreases in personnel. Um, pretty much been the same. Your .68 really comes from your two court security individuals, but of course if there's no court, there's, you know, they don't amount to much. It's about 6,000 for each of those. Um, we did, or Anthony did go ahead and decrease the police detention control specialist um, by 10,006, and he decreased the overtime by 156. So both of those uh, were decreased. There was a few, uh, changes in pay because we, you know, had change out with people. So this is change in pay just reflects what they're actually making compared to what maybe somebody was making there um, back in 2019 mm -hmm. for the 2019 budget, which you know could have changed any time. Um, so you see a total decrease in personnel of just wages of uh, about 53,000 compared to the 2020 budget. And I show you guys are fully staffed in the um, jail. Is that correct? Okay. You guys have any questions over the uh, personnel tables? No. No. Okay. So then, going through the rest of it. Um, you. Go ahead, Sorry. I'm just looking on de detentions. Mm -hmm. As far as the 5%, hit the 5%, yeah, if I'm looking just at this, we're showing an increase in the budget, but that's being offset by the additional revenue. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And that's additional revenue. Because there's yep. about 130,000 additional revenue yep. there yep. from. Yep, absolutely. Well, 19 actual, it's higher than that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there, you know, are places that Anthony did decrease summer uniform and clothing, um, decrease your supplies, um, decreased travel, decreased training, um, decreased purchase services. Included, also included in your purchase services and in some of your supplies is the expenses for that JBBS grant because we contract that out to MindSpring, so you've got to have that kind of contract services amount budgeted. So that's that's why you see some of that increase is due to that grant as well. How much is that grant that goes to MindSpring? Total JBBS grant was what did we get for it? 150 some? 120, 150, something like that. Um, of that amount, I can't remember how much was strictly just MindSpring. Because you budgeted, when we filled out that information, was it six hours a week? Am I correct? No, I think it was more than six. Um, Had to have been. The number that's sticking in my head is, you won't quote me on this, but 83000 I think. Is it 24000 a year? Well, we had given them 24 or 5 a year. Nothing's in this budget for that. Oh, so we took that out of our, and that was the additional. Yes. So they, that's for their FTE and yes. range with 24. Yeah. That didn't come out of this. That sheet, no, no, I'm just saying the commissioner, because we're trying to cut ours where we were given people. Plus, we give them free rent, I believe. Yes, we do. Justice Range, the road and range. Yeah, you're right. Don't so, how much? Put it in layman's terms. How much do we pay them per hour per day for their time? I don't have that number broke down for you. But if you figure it, just about eighty-six thousand a year. I can't remember. Eighty-six, what. and they're giving us a day a week. No, Is that what they I aren't giving us a day a week. Mm -hmm. it's I think it's six hours. Six oh, hours. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to find that's, the that's what they were talking RFR about earlier. Yeah. And now that money obviously that's sixteen hundred dollars a week a week. That money is obviously grant money and not I, I realize that they're getting paid sixteen hundred and fifty a week ballpark. And they're here less than a day. So let's see here. In June, their total bill for June was about forty-six hundred dollars. So it's a little. I'm overestimating that a little bit. So it's a little over a thousand a week. Fifty bucks a week. Over a thousand a week. But I think. I mean, how many hours do you think they're? Actually, I, would, in the I would almost bet you anything, and I don't have those numbers on the top of my head, so this is just an estimate, but I bet you they're in jail less than 10 hours a week. Because it doesn't show on the actual invoice yeah. the yeah. hours. It just says, clinician, this amount of money. Do you I don't know what standard in that is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, huh? And they travel here each week. That part of it. Oh my 
almost as much as an attorney. Could be a lot less. Are they being billed correctly? What's our contract with them on how they they're billing? Uh, Are they supposed to? I've made a note about all these okay. questions. I'm going to have to circle back to the Not the, It doesn't sound like we got a lot of choice. It's just kind of nice to know because we do get asked about all these kind of things. And, and Gary, that's a, it's a good point, but Mental Health Mind Springs controls the monopoly of that service in this Western county. Colorado. So I was asking Jeff what they did in Moffitt County. Very good at controlling it. Sounds like in Moffitt County they have another one up there that's not Mind Springs. Right. That's one Julie Drake's working with. I think that's is that the problem that's recovered. And they do they have counselor counseling. Does it work? We talk to them, but they have an employee that I will not have in my jail. Oh Okay. Um, I guess you guys have any questions with their other expense line items? A detention? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. Your main about your main bulk of your purchase services is that grant. Just so you guys know, about fifty thousand of that is strictly for the grant. So twenty-five is. Um, a little over that, but some training and travel in there. But what is that? 33.5 would be related to actual purchase services for the jail, training, travel. So there's 83 and got 83.5 and purchase services. 50,0 of that I budgeted strictly for that grant. Which is sorry. The JVPS grant. JVPS grant. Yep. Mm -hmm. so um about also, Yes. Well, that includes tra travel, training, and purchases. <coughs> but then we're showing a fleet budget of 8500 So travel would be like hotel rooms, that sort of thing. Um, also, I haven't seen that 10000 from TMC yet for the um, contract okay. for the for the jail, for the... Um, the doctor? Yes. Or the physician advisor? Yes. Um, yeah. If you may want to. Uh, and you haven't seen the 10,000 in the bill? Correct, yes. Sorry. That's an annual charge? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the contract that we signed with right. the physician advisor. Mm -hmm. yeah. I wanted to try to get it at 6,500. So on these purchase services, the reason that's jumping from 18 and 19, 50,000 is because of the grant. Yes. To look at 2021. Absolutely. Um, any other questions with Joe? No. We can move over to dispatch. Yep. So income, I just left it what we charged, and I think that's subject to change. Yeah. We're not, we don't know on that. I, what did you budget? Didn't you budget 100? 
So after our last discussion, I went I went ahead and increased it to 100. Because we did find some confusion or what we think maybe was an error just in calculating what the town's portion was. So yeah, I was going to respond to your email. I don't have that. If, if we try to if we try to settle on a formula, it's going to be ripe for discussions forever. <laughs> We need to just settle on a figure, and 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 I think with that first meeting we had, I think the town was good with that, and the fire was good with that. I think now you guys need to negotiate what that figure is, and just come up with a figure. Well, but it does need to be, in my view, based on on as a ballpark at least, how much. Of dispatch services are for who? Well, I mean, obviously the town should be more than the fire, rightfully so. That's what we're we're seeing the town somewhat consistently using about between 25 and 33 percent of the time, as well as the numbers are for the town PD. Now, 30,000 foot view. Does that make sense? I mean, just as an overall impression, you were there for years. You've been there for years. How much of that dispatch is is dealing with town stuff? Half of it, a third of it, a quarter of it, or is it way less than that? Well, it all depends on what what formula you want to. Well, try to but just in general, come down to. Um, I, I think you wouldn't be far off saying a third. So if that's the case. Um, then that puts us about where we're talking, which is, is way significantly more than they've been paying. I'll leave it at that. So well, we're I, the ballpark 180,000 or no, no. it's less than that. So I this next year I think we're all I think we we've all committed to pretty much saying that you know we are going to take what the town and what the fire district can. Pay, right? Yeah, as long as it, you know, I mean, we don't want to decrease our revenue, of course, right? So um, I think we're consistent with that. But I think for future years, we need to have that conversation and hash out those discussions of, you know, what is everyone really willing to pay for this service to keep it and, here? And I think that needs to be done in time and yeah. not quickly. Mm -hmm. right. And I think that's what next year buys us yep. is that right. time. Yep. Yep. Right. That's where, you know, we're gonna have a lot of more discussion, a lot more meetings about this to, to really hand this whole thing out. And then I think they they realize that they they can do more, but with what how quick this has came about, let's just come up with a figure, get to next year and then let's sit down and Dig into the works. Yep. I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that 81, I did change that after our last meeting, which of course was way after the proposed budget went out. So currently I have that at 100, but that's subject to change at any point given in time. Um, as far as personnel goes, Anthony did decrease the relief dispatchers by $41,000, so that's budgeted at $15,000 instead of fifty-six. So that's 
with the caveat of um, the 911 board helping to pay for some of that. Because to train one person to become a dispatcher costs $15,000. Good to know. Because they've got six months of training. Yeah. And right. But actually four. Okay. Um, most, a lot of places will, like Garfield and the bigger ones, they'll go a year training before they cut them loose. So um, we try to knock it out before. So basically, that 15000 pays to train. And um, I know the 911 board has not finalized their budget yet, um, and I think that is a request. So, and we can legally pay wages out of that. So we can. So what you're well, asking? <laughs> the statute's changed. Um, I think I think we're okay, um, but I think you and Janae and I need to have a conversation offline just to make sure we're in compliance with the, with the new statute. Did Vicky share that with you? Kind of yesterday. Um, she said she was looking over it because she wasn't sure if, and I brought up the question. Does it stay in there if it's strictly related to um, current year revenue? Because I believe at the 911 board, you're dipping a little bit into fund balance to be able to, to That was do the $100,000. <clears throat> right, but if it's, I think how, it, how Vicki told me yesterday is that you've got to pay all of these other expenses first, first. And, then every, and then if you have money left over, you can then shuffle that to personnel. personnel. Right. So to me, that's okay. Current only basing it off of current year, or is that off of all money that you have in the fund? Because those are going to be two different, two different things and two different ways to look at it. If it doesn't necessarily speculate that, that's something that we're, you know, oh look, and here she is. Yeah. Years were burdened. I knew it. I, 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 I think. I think, as long as you pay all those other expenses first. Um, you can then use it to pay personnel. Any funds? I think any funds okay. is true. And, it, and here's the deal. Um, this is one of those where the legal reality and the practical reality. The legal reality is it's not real clear. The practical reality is who's going to challenge us on it at this point? Um, and if we are we're really substantially complying with the statute, um, and the statute itself, they, they, with the change, doesn't make it very clear. Um, so I, I think we go forward and do it. And if somebody comes back and says, "Wait a minute, you can't do that," then we'll have to look at it. I, I could, I could see maybe our auditors taking a look at that um, and, and raising a flag. But I don't see, I don't see anybody else who's really going to complain, who's got an issue with that. The other thing is that you have to remember is the 911 board is not does not operate under the county EIN number. Um, so if they had their own single audit, that that would be where the flag would be raised. If it would at be any the, point, the right. correct? Yeah, because it wouldn't really be from us because we would just show it as income coming in, and it would you know. Yeah. And they use Colorado CPA, don't they? I don't know. I, I don't think we're audited, aren't we? Don't we sign something every year because we're well? Either they got to be audited. They may yeah. be audited under our audit, aren't no, they? So we, 
Colorado CPA doesn't. What? Let's okay. check, because I thought we were signing something that we're... You did sign something last year that said that you were not going to do the audit. Exempt from audit. Correct. So, so by, by everything else, you have to be at a threshold to, for it to subject you to a single audit every single year. Um, if you're under that threshold, then it's, you know, there's a few other stipulations, right? But truly, if you're under that threshold, then it's kind of up to you guys if, if you do a single audit from year to year. Um, What's the term for it? I'm sorry, I'm thinking right. We're, we're it's like an affiliate agency where they're in, included in our audit. Like a fiduciary? Because we do, fiduciary. don't you do the accounting for them? No. No. Colorado CPA does. No, I think Aaron does. Aaron's no. just Aaron. started. Really? Who's been doing it? Aaron has been doing yeah. it. Mike. Is Sheila over at Colorado CPA? Sheila Schleicher. Sheila. Who are you talking about? At Colorado CPA. There's Who a, is this? There's Aaron? a couple of them. No, she works for us. Oh, okay. Marlo. Marlo, yeah. No, she didn't do them. She's the new owner. Okay. So I, for, okay, this is one of them. So when, I don't want to phrase this. Um, when we were digging through the extension office, that's when a bunch of these um, different <laughs> entities came to light that were actually using the county EIN number um, that we didn't know about before. Um, the 911 board was one of those that we never knew. So they went and filed and got their own EIN number, and so they really are a separate entity from the county. Yeah. So are you or asking them to the provide, we're talking wages, but you're talking training. Is that the only portion in addition to equipment? It's the training you're asking them, that 15,000? No, 15, no. To, to, to for that relief, to, to bring that relief up. So it is flat out wages, yes, ma'am. And it was like 50000 wasn't it? Well, that's, we, I mean, when we were originally talking, yes, but um, what, what, I, hang on. I, if, if I had another 15000 in there, I think that could possibly get us through. I think the 911 board is proposing a budget of fifty. If needed. If so only be spent when that. and if we've exhausted pretty much our budget. That's how I understood it. Is that how you yeah. understood yeah. it? And then at that point in time, then that's when you could go I would go to the 911 board and their budget they have to, in. Yeah, and obviously they have to budget it in Correct. order to spend it. Correct. But does that jeopardize our ability to make these big purchases as far as equipment down the road that I've consistently always heard about? Yeah, because yeah. Mike Cook's going to tell you and you guys. Yeah. Correct. The 911 board couldn't afford this 50000 a year long if we were to use it every year. Right. It's kind of a one-time deal. Yeah, he's kind of, he's trying to do the best he can with what he's got. Because and I don't, and I'm, I, I'm not going to ask for 50000 Once we get somebody hired and then, you know, I, I'm thinking fifteen, twenty at the most. 
historically we have not been using that money, but it's also been because you've also had a you've had all your positions filled in the dispatch office. Well, and we couldn't. That's what and killed my average was anybody. we couldn't hire anybody in um, what year was that? But aren't we also needing those 911 funds on end of life of our equipment? Isn't that not end of life? So it's, I think it's like just the upgrade to the new Edgenet system. But what I believe Mike Cook said is that with the increase on the um, your phone fees, whatever that's called, your nine, what is that called? Your 911 fees? It's, yeah. On your phone bills? Yeah. That increase would would offset, would cover your um, upgrade of equipment stuff. Because you've got more state funding that's going to help offset that as well. So there's, a, there's two different things. There's the local tariffs and then there's the state tariffs. The local tariffs are the money that comes into our local 911 work that we we currently get that's where that fifty thousand dollars is being talked about. The EDINET side of it, the replacement of the equipment side, is is being funded by the state tariff. Okay. Piece of it. So, and which historically we've always paid for that, and now with this new state tariff, they're going to pay. So that's a new thing. That's a new mm -hmm. thing. State. That's, so that's just happened. That just okay. happened, right? Right. Yeah. And that's that frees the nine one one boards up. With more money to do other stuff. Good to know. I'm sorry to be silly or stupid, but is is the nine eleven is that eleven board? Is it authority? Does it how? They've set it up as a. I believe Mike told me that he set it up as its own governmental. Is that a special district? Agency. It's not a special district. It's not a special district. But the nine one one board on that end of the county is their own entity. What no kind different of this got to be? Are they? Yeah, we gotta look, we gotta dig into what what this 911 board is because if they have their own EIN number, mm -hmm. they're their own entity. Yes. What kind of entity though is my question? Are they? I thought he said it was a. I thought he said he set it up as governmental. I've left that alone. They obviously have the authority to tax or whatever you want to call it with that fee. With the surcharge? Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that comes through the PUC, right. and they don't really, they care about when you increase it, and, but they don't really care about, they probably aren't looking behind the door at who they are. Um, and, um, mm -hmm. So, so the, well, you saw a range of IGA is yeah. no different than, than our IGA. All right. All right. That would indicate it's a governmental. There was a, there's statute that authorized the formation, and we can dig that up. And I want to say that happened like in the 80s. And if it ain't yeah. broken, don't fix it, right? That way you just don't get the attorney's <laughs> you really want some of your last words? It's a woman of your age to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> um, Article 11, Title, title 29. All right. All right. Go ahead. I'll look at this. I'll deal with it. So that's 
pretty much riding on getting funding from the 911 board. So if the 911 board says no, that needs to be increased to what amount of money? And here's the 30. budget. To 30? Mm -hmm. So an additional 15? Yeah. Yeah, let me look at this real quick, so just two seconds. You guys keep going, but Laura can't interrupt me. And when's the next meeting? When will we know that? Uh, he sent out that doodle pool, doodle poll. I think we're November 16th. Okay, so I will check on it. I mean, that was the date that the most people said they could be there. So just know that that line item may need to be increased 15,000, 15,000 more added to the budget. Just on wages. On so wages. Yes. Yeah. That board was formed in 1989. Because the signature, I think, Anthony is Ron Hill. Yeah, he was in the sheriff then. So again, we're showing that five percent cut being met by additional revenue. That we're projecting is that from on just that. You what am I missing? Your dispatch budget. Yeah, I guess if we do increase mm -hmm. revenue to a hundred. To a hundred, which is twenty more, but if you have to add in this fifteen, then no. So there's on back to the personnel tables, I don't know if this is the right place to inject this, but I do know there is a dispatcher there that does not utilize our insurance. She was never given the option to opt out. She told to off the paperwork. She did. Um, so that right there would be 15000 if so she opted out of that. She just needs to get with Laura then because yeah. I, I can't do anything. Well, no, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying no, no, no. there's um, another 17. So if that right there. works, then that would help offset everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you look at the total of all three of these budgets, that 5% has been met. Yes, it has. Yeah. Currently, as it stands right now, yes. Okay. Which is not like some of the others we've dealt with. Yes. And I didn't bring 100 people in today either. Just two. Actually, I didn't even know you guys were going to be here. Um, that data support in there is for the Motorola. That's just for our dispatch equipment that we have. That's pretty consistent. There's no way of really cutting that. Like many other de departments that we've seen, yeah. the majority of this is just wages. Right. And I think we're going to see that technical data support dollar value go up. Yeah. That's kind of what I was asking doing yesterday. It's you know, I think we signed three-year agreements that kind of lost us, or five-year agreements that lost us in a little bit better. But after that, yeah, you do see an increase. And if you put the numbers together, to run one 24-hour shift takes 5.2 people, and I, we have six estimates. Run that by me again. To if you run 24/7. Takes 5.2. Five if there was no vacation or anything, and that's where you have six points. Yeah. So we're, we're it's right a fixed there. cost. Yeah. That's. I think we get that. 
and you know, staying on the same subject, but looking at this dispatch stuff, just what we've heard talking to people, it's like every agency, not every, they have fits getting dispatchers, it's getting harder to get them, it's getting harder to keep them. That seems to be in effect maybe nationwide, I don't know nationwide, but what well, few conversations I've had, it's like, I, I, we, prior, prior to this whole dispatch center coming up for being eliminated, we had, we had robust ap applications. We were pulling people, um, well, you saw the two ladies, you know, from clear across the nation. Um, but as of now, we've had people, because we're trying to look and find us a relief dispatcher, and the first question they say is like, well, aren't you guys shutting down? So, yeah, it's going to be hard to fill that position. Um, I think if, if we could get this thing settled and on solid foundation, working with all entities involved, actually, I think, I think we're going to find out that we can bring people in. I think the example I can give is the person that we're filling in for our patrol. 16-year veteran from Rifle is coming up here because he's he done with the rat race on I-70. So, and you see the real estate in both Rangeley and Meeker getting filled with people wanting out of those urban areas. So, actually, I think we're, you know, if we can get this county settled and sitting on solid foundation, I think we can, we can find people. Well, I would just add, the problem is, is our revenue drop. That's a result of state legislation and price of fossil fuels. That's beyond our control at this point. So that's just the reality of it. Um, we, don't, we don't see next year being any better. That we think we know where that's headed. It's not, it's, we're gonna be right back here next year. Um, that's, that's not us causing that. That's just the reality of Colorado right now. And we know that we go through these energy cycles as far as price, but we've never before had state regulation making it virtually outlawing production of fossil fuels. 80% of the bills or better have been paid in this county by fossil fuels for decades. We should not be surprised that our revenues are crashing and we've got to make major changes. So that's what we're up against. You know, we all know that. I, yeah. All of that can change, too, though. What? I mean, legislation changes. Good luck with yeah. that. I, I'm not, I, I'm not I wish that would change. What, what I'm saying is it can't. This is not possibly forever. I mean, God help us, somebody can get out there and get people to vote, right? <laughs> That's a, I, I applaud your thoughts. Yeah. Respect, but. Yeah. Well, but we've also got to face the reality of what we're dealing with. There's a video I suggest you watch, and it it really is enlightening. And it's the Rocky Mountain Heist. It's a YouTube video. You should watch it about what has happened in Colorado, and it shows you what we're up against to ever get that policy changed. It's 
and call the order. That video was made Dispatch. a long Dispatch. time ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, it was known way back then. No, I can't. What they were doing. In personnel. In, in personnel? In dispatch. So, I, and I currently have, I just want to make sure that we're okay with this because this is what I currently have. Because that would help the budget for the full $17,000 personal benefits. Right. Yeah, she, and she the downside to that is then personnel, if they change, you're right back. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a, it's she, I don't think she's going to go higher. I mean, you never right, sort of get hit right by a bus. Well, I thought the relief factor, we had to put higher than that the last couple of years looking at all this stuff. Do we had a tough time getting somebody for the relief dispatcher? I don't know. I remember what is they had on it last couple of years. They had some a lady that's on the city council from BLM, the Wild Horse Lady. Yeah, I want to see Yeah, she's still with you. No, Melissa. 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 It doesn't matter. Now they had showing two other ones. I don't know, that's on my wheelhouse. Who is the one you're talking about? You don't mind me asking. Melissa Kendall. At just that. Oh, that doesn't have benefits associated with Oh, oh. The 17,000 savings you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. She didn't want me to say her name, but. She's single. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of the ones that has a one by But we're showing, huh? we're showing some benefits there that are And it's always risky to budget based on not having that expense when the potential is there. But we do it all the time. But she's, yeah. but she's, she's been there for... Quite a while. I mean, a couple of years at least. I don't know her exact start date, but okay. And then I would just say that it's covered by she she uses all of her VA stuff. They're the ones that benefits from the military. We can do that. Oh, with their insurance. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And correct me if I'm wrong. You're taking all contingency from everything we're putting into one pile. Mm -hmm. So that the contingency that I had is moved into one <coughs> pile. So the the eighty the eighty six yeah. okay, so that's still in yeah, still in general fund. That's one other thing we need to talk about is um, so we currently have a hundred and four thousand five hundred in contingency for sheriff. Um, it was like 86.5 or something like that was kind of our base that we've always kept in there. Last year we added 18,000 just in case we made medical. So we had that one situation last year. Or, yeah. Or um, we had that huge medical cost. And so we wanted to make sure that we were accounting for that if that were to happen again. Because it very well could. Um, so my question is, Anthony, are you... Are we okay with that number? Do we need to revisit that number? Can that number go down? We just need to make sure that we have 
in Honest, any kind of catastrophe related areas covered. Honestly, I mean the contingency was always set by you. Right. Yeah. And she I don't know where the eighty six five ever came from. That she's just wondering what your thoughts are. Do you see anything years. coming up? I mean you never know. I mean we get a we get a crazy fire. We get a goofy inmate. We get an inmate that and really, but, at the end of the day, the money's still going to be there. Right. It's just going to be in a different pot. Right? And, and it always has been. Yeah, it's, I mean, we still have to do a supplement anyway to go into that contingency. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't care where that goes, just as long as we all know that when stuff happens, we got to deal with it. Right. We know that. And I think the public So I, I guess are you, are you... Good with that figure still? You, the 104, you can put it back down to 86. That's fine. And you think you're going to go fast? Yes. Okay. That will cover, I mean, we did we've do only that because of the spook of the one guy. Mm -hmm. That's a big medical issue. Not only the spooky factor, but, but I think we racked up 15,000 in hand, which was that whole line item in a matter of a week. Right. Which is pretty easy. And I think that was in January in our inmate medical, 15,000 for the year was gone by February. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's really 
for the sheriff's office. Okay. If there's some big thing that happens that, you know, you can mark half a million or something that happens, yeah, I may have to, we may have to finagle some funds. But that doesn't mean in any given year that I can't, specific funds are different where I can't really transfer money into them, like road and bridge. So right. that money is strictly for that purpose, so I can't take that and offset the sheriff's office cost. But, um, Yes, it's all it's all by line item. So you've got the BOCC, the assessor, the attorney, um, okay. facilities, IT personnel, sheriff, wildfire. They all have their different sets of money that we've got in for those different purposes. Yes. So, I before we leave, I still want to make one last plea to combine all budgets. I know. No. Make, make it. Uh, one budget for the sheriff instead of three. I think I could probably do better and probably even save some money. So here's here's the reason that we've always kept it separate. And you and I have had that conversation I before. I know. And um, the reason that we've always kept it separate is because when um, you really want to know how much one thing costs, it's a lot easier to go, okay, dispatch, it costs us this amount of money, instead of going through and going, okay, in purchase services, we had this much for dispatch, and this goes to jail, and this goes to um, patrol. So if you combine them all, that means that all three of those are going to be muddied together, and you're going to have to pull out costs to figure out how much one thing actually costs the county, um, or really taxpayers. Well, I mean, still, to the end the bottom line figure. Bottom line figure, but, but also when you go and you say, hey, Marshall inmate, um, it costs this much to run a detention center, and that's what we based that $71 off of, it would have been a lot more work to go through to figure out how much does it actually cost, because you're going to have to pull out all of those different line items and figure that out. So it's a lot easier to keep them separated. One thing that we we can possibly do is just like public health or DHS where we have each different program but in this budget I roll it up into one sheet like facilities management right you've got how many different locations but in the budget I actually pull it all together however that doesn't mean that you'll have one account number for everyone you're still going to have your three different account numbers but at the end of the day it's all going to be rolled together so and that, that also allows me a little flexibility to yes. shuffle some around yes, inside does. the all three. Yes. I just don't want to lose your different accounts <coughs> for each function. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that because I know, I mean, budget violation to move from dispatch to patrol or patrol to dispatch. It just means a supplemental that. that I would have to do currently. Yes would enable us to not have to do that if that's what we want to do. Um, let me just verify that we're good. I'm, it's just the way we present it, really, because we're, I don't think there's any problems with it, but let me just dig into it just to and make sure. Not for me, and I'll give you my, my decision on that. Whatever she would recommend for her, because ultimately that falls on her back. Right. But if, if we keep it broke out, like she was saying, I think that would be good, but it would allow us some flexibility. If I got one over here spending, costing more, that, and this is costing less, 
it would help balance out. At the end of the day, your bottom line total would be a lot bigger and you'd be able to, yes. Absolutely. It would give you some flexibility to do creative things within your departments. I will. And um, I don't want to create more work for you, but. Let me just. Let me just verify that we aren't going to have any issues with doing that, and then I will get back to you and let you know. Yeah, but I think you got to consider the commissioners too, and yeah, nice, but separated. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see a budget from here on out, it's going to be all combined together. Right, and that. I don't think so. You do a little research on that, see what yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, I'm with you. Keep asking. Um, Every year. I know, it comes so this up. this is a repeat deal? Yes. Okay. This has been an ongoing conversation. Because it, it is, like it's a lot. It's If we did a budget for the courthouse separate, separate from a budget from the Justice Center, we would be doing supplementals yearly. And that's why it's a lot easier for like Eric and some of those bigger departments to just roll it under one because then it's your bottom line total. So if you go over and purchase services in courthouse and are under in the Justice Center, those two can offset one another. Um, so I totally understand. I, I get where you're coming from. Um, I just know that it's beneficial because at the end of the day, I can still go back and say, hey, the Justice Center cost us X amount of dollars. But yeah. when it looks at it from a budget standpoint, you don't see that. You see right. facility management, which includes, gosh dang, how many locations? Ten or more? Yeah. Right. It in, you know, that's a million dollar budget, but you have to know that it includes ten oh, buildings absolutely. or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I will. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Any Thank other you. questions? Office. Okay. Well, thanks guys for, for making it happen. Yep. Under a bush? I think the bathroom is the priority. Okay. Here we are.